Welcome to the weekend edition of the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed. I'm Michael Thompson and hello, Sean Aylmer. Hello, Michael. Uh, Sean, on weekdays, it's all about the Fast Five, which is the top five business stories in five minutes. On the weekend, we still keep it to five minutes, but we're going to pick out the biggest business story of the week, the most remarkable business story, a sleeper story, one that's flying under the radar a little bit, and our favorite business story. So let's jump into it. Can I nominate a biggest story of the week? Please. Well, for me, it was all about the CEOs of some big Australian companies, uh, two in particular. Woolworth CEO Brad Banducci announced his retirement this week. He had six pretty successful years in the top job, and he might have always been going to announce his retirement this week. Unfortunately, from the outside, it does look like a pretty direct response to his uncomfortable Four Corners interview on Monday night about competition in the sector, where he walked out on the journalists. So now Woolies is going to have a new boss and internal appointments, a good succession planning, but really Woolies has copped a bit of a hammering this week. The other CEO who pulled the pin this week week was Virgin Australia CEO Jane Herdlicker. This came as a bit of a surprise. She's done a pretty impressive job of rebuilding the airline uh, following its collapse during the pandemic. She even saw a return to profitability last financial year. But now really kind of the future for Virgin Australia is a little bit up in the air considering there had been talk of an IPO to list Virgin. But uh, it's a little bit tricky without a CEO. So everything is up in the air, Sean. And I use that term quite deliberately because we're talking about airlines. I like it. Look, My biggest story of the week is what's happening with the miners. Rio Tinto declared a higher than expected dividend after announcing a full year $15 billion profit. Sounds like a lot of money, but the result was the lowest in five years. Fortescue Metals, it did actually did pretty well. 41% jump in first half net profit to about $5 billion. Paid out a bigger dividend. That's $1.2 billion worth of dividend for the family interests of Fortescue Chair Andrew Forrest and Nicola Forrest. Of course, they separated late last year. BHP, a little over a week ago, had to write down the value of its nickel assets. Throw in the lithium miners' bloodbath. Nickel miners' bloodbath. Coal companies, not quite as bad, but nowhere near what they were doing a year or two ago. This whole super-duper resources boom isn't going to save us this time, Michael. No. All right. Let's move on to most remarkable story. And uh, for me, it's the remarkable gap between house prices and unit prices to the extent that it's almost creating kind of like two different classes of home ownership in Australia. Now, there's always been a difference between them. Houses have always sold for more. There's always been a premium. We found out this week from CoreLogic just how much that premium has soared. Four years ago, the premium for a capital city house was 16.7%. Fast forward four years, it's now 45.2%. That's almost $294,000. If you want a house over a unit, you're paying almost $300,000 more. And that's just the average. In a market like Sydney, the gap is huge. The gap is way, way bigger. And the fact that this has happened so quickly because of rising land values, a lack of supply, desire for more space in just four years for the gap to grow that much, I think is really quite remarkable. Yeah, I think that's the most remarkable story of the week. Incredible, really. All right, let's move on to sleeper story. You always find us a good sleeper story, Sean. Uh, what did you pick this week? Well, amid all the excitement around earnings, we didn't talk enough about real wages. Annual wages grew at 4.2% last year, 0.9% for the December quarter, according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics. As inflation has slowed and wages have increased, there's finally been growth in real wages, which should start easing some of the cost of living pressures. This is really important. Real wages in December actually rose 0.1%. People can buy more with their take-home pay. Okay, maybe it's only a cup of coffee at the moment, but it's a start and it's important because the employment market is slowing. We might just look back and think, ah, this is when real wages and that cost of living crisis peaked. And in fact, more than that, turned around. Michael? 
Okay, on to favourite story, Sean. Um, I, I love this story. I mean, it, it's not a good story for the people involved in it, but just the circumstances are pretty extraordinary because apparently it's not enough uh, that Australian businesses have to deal with non-stop cyber attacks and people trying to get your data and spread it around because the Australian government, it seems, might actually help you with that because up to 400 of the nation's biggest service providers think law firms and consultants and accountants have had fee rates and personal information released to all of their competitors. Obviously, this was commercial in confidence. This data should not be getting out there. But there it was in an embedded spreadsheet and an email sent out to service providers by the Department of Finance. It's happened before as well with the Department of Health as well. I just, uh, you feel for the person who sent the email out with the embedded spreadsheet. You feel for everyone who's had all of that kind of commercial data leaked. It is a bit of a mess. It's a total mess. My favourite story is the one about a second inquiry into Star Entertainment Sydney Casino. The state's casino regulator isn't satisfied that the company's made enough change to regain its license. So it's asked Adam Bell, the guy who did the first inquiry, to have another look. Basically, what they're worried about is that the appointed overseer made all the changes, whereas management themselves aren't as interested in making changes. What I like about this is the fact that it's a regulator showing some teeth. So often we hear of undertakings and we'll do better in the future and then hear nothing about it. I suspect often nothing happens, but this time the regulator is saying, "Uh uh-uh, do better or you won't get your license. My favourite story of the week. Yeah, that is a good one. All right, there we go. Five minutes and pretty much everything you need to know in the world of business. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. We'll be back on Monday morning with the top five business stories in five minutes. Don't forget to hit follow and join us online on Instagram and TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook and X. I'm Michael Thompson and this is the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed.